It takes money. Go on. Get inside me. Get inside me. If I had any cousins, I want them to be attractive, so I'm glad I don't because I probably wouldn't make out. Like, you totally just ram blocked that guy. Happy birthday. Mm. Ah. Happy birthday. Mm. Ah. <laughs> Away, Seaboat. Away, Seaboat. Insane Ramblings. Hey everybody, and welcome to a very nocturnal episode of Insane Ramblings. I'm Vicky. And my name is Ben. And we're here today doing another episode post-party from our anniversary episode. Yep, so I hope you all enjoyed that. And if you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to F18 because it's a fun one. <laughs> it's actually the way that you can catch up on a year. So if you have all these cool friends that just talk about insane ramblings all the time, you can just listen to one episode and act all cool around the water cooler. And who isn't talking about insane ramblings all the time? <laughs> Not me, that's for sure. <laughs> exactly. And uh, one person that is talking about it is Natasha. And we added her to the guest section of our website. Do we have any highlights from Natasha's guest section? Of course. Her least favourite things include... Or do you want to take a guess at... Her least least favourite things? Um, Santa impersonators. I don't know how she feels about them. (laughs) It makes it difficult for her to distinguish the real Santa. That's true. She lives in fear of mailing it off to some sort of department store guy. Ah, that is annoying. I know. Unless he actually does get those presents for her, which (laughs) equal Santa uh, abilities is probably still... Adequate to real Santa. Mm, it's not the same, Ben. I can't <laughs> believe you would even suggest that. I'm sorry, what was it's I thinking? Ramblings is ashamed. Well, some of our other least favourite things include losing Duna Wars. Really? Against you? Mm, or in general? She's quite the one to steal the Duna. <laughs> or is this going to be another awkward situation where I make a joke about an Ottoman and there's really an Ottoman Empire? <laughs> like Natasha was, is a veteran of the Duna War. Ah. <laughs> In 1975, she was the leader of that army. Yeah. <laughs> Last joke I ever make about a footrest. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, slow walkers and uh, cum cookies are also among her least favourite things. Oh, really? And if you don't know why, go back and listen to the last episode. <laughs> well, if you don't know why, take a good hard look at yourself. Why would you think those wouldn't be her least favourite things? That, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> like cum cookies? Well, who doesn't like those? <laughs> <laughs> but at least I have time to eat it behind this person walking incredibly slow. <laughs> I hate it when I get... Maybe if you hate getting places too early. Oh, I hate it. Yeah. My dad is the overly punctual man. That's his, um, that's his superman name. Oh, good. <laughs> and his superpower is being incredibly early to everything. Because he used to work for the trains. And so basically now he um, is incredibly early to any sort of situation. Which is ironic since the trains are so late. I know. It's because he's retired now, Ben. <laughs> so you could, we could have used him earlier though. <laughs> he heard that not a man there was could make the trains run on time and retired. He knew his live stream was out of his grasp. <laughs> um, but anyway, so we are often, like anything we went to as children, we would be often between an hour and 20 minutes early. Oh, geez. There's nothing more awkward than being early to, to something. It's way more awkward than being late. Yeah, and it's annoying because especially if you say you're going to be there on like a specific time and then even if I'm like a little bit early, I, I'm like, oh, should I hang around out front or something? Yeah, until... I used to sit in the car. Yeah. <laughs> but that's kind of creepy as well. Like you look out <laughs> of your house and there's someone just staring at your house in the car. It's like, oh, I'm so bored. I wish Vicky was here. <laughs> like, wait, what is she doing? Just and there I am, death staring at your front door. <laughs> Is she just, just sitting there? <laughs> She's not even playing Uno. 
that, so what do you do in that situation? Do you just rock up and potentially embarrass someone else by being unprepared? No, I sit in the car, but I'm never early now. Now I have my own method of transport that does not involve some sort of father-daughter bonding time. Yeah. I'm always late because I'm so afraid of being early. It's my bane. So slow walking people are good. I'm like, yes, delay me a little more. But what, what about being uh, right on time? Are you opposed to that as well? Depends what it's for, but it's still a little awkward. I don't know. I think, it, yeah, I guess it depends what it's for. It's like someone who answers the phone before it rings. Well, who does that? Natasha. What? She's psychic. I don't know. Like I've rung her and it hasn't even rung on my end. And she's like, hello. And I'm like, did you just call me? And she's like, no, you rang me. <laughs> I'm like, I, did I? Maybe, maybe it's like one of the situations where she's got a very quick ring. And for some reason, your phone hasn't uh, made the ringing sound, but hers has or something. That's no excuse. What, <laughs> how many rings is minimum that someone should wait? I like to be prepared. What do you mean? You're the one calling them. Yeah, <laughs> how, I know. How much I... more prepared do you need to be? <laughs> Like, oh, I called you, but I didn't expect you to answer. It's like whenever you have the hots of someone, do you ring them up hoping to talk to them? Uh, if as I do know what you mean. Like sometimes you do want just the answering machine. I purposely call them when I know they're busy so I can leave a message. Yeah, but in, in this situation, you're calling Natasha. You're just saying that she's too quick to pick up the phone. <laughs> I'm just saying she's a phone ninja. Ah, it okay. makes you suspicious about what she does in her spare time. <laughs> Speaking of that, there are some things that make you into an instant creep, like no matter how non-creepy you are. Like, like the other day, someone tried to pick me up in the street. Yeah. Like I was just standing at some lights and someone tried to ask me out. And I was like, I'm sure you're a very nice at, person. At the, what do you mean at the streets? Not like pick me up off the streets. Like I was they doing were, tricks or were, something. Yeah, or trying to adopt you or something. <laughs> <laughs> this little street urchin, Vicky. No, someone offered me a pick me up on the streets. Oh. No. <laughs> Ironically, it was the streets. The band or <laughs> yeah. the ice cream makers? <laughs> Both. <laughs> it was the streets filming a promo for streets ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> they should they should get on that. It's a match made in heaven. I know the ice cream heaven, <laughs> blue heaven. I'll be here all week. <laughs> <laughs> Try the blue heaven. Yeah. <laughs> um. No, this guy. I was just standing at the lights on Flinders Street. I just gotten out of my friend's car. Um. So he was obviously impressed with my leaping skills. Who isn't? Yes. The quotes, like a gazelle, often aren't far from your mind, I have to say. Are they talking about your leaping or <laughs> those, those antlers of yours? Um, anyway, so I leapt out of the car and I walked up to the lights and this guy started talking to me and followed me for like three blocks, just like talking. Did he like happen to be going in the same direction or do you think that he saw you and he's like, no, I'll just see where she's off to? Well, I don't know. I was like, so what are you doing in the city today? And he's like... Chatting to girls. Oh. I was like, ah, <laughs> really? <laughs> like, ah, ha, ha, yes. <laughs> no, I think he'd just been somewhere. He'd just been to a karate lesson, which made me afraid. Oh, you're <laughs> too afraid to try and ditch him because he might beat you up. Yeah. <laughs> so I just think there's some things you can do that make you an instant creep. Like, like going to karate. <laughs> and stalking. Like, I would, would you ever say yes to someone that tried to pick you up on the train? If they were really hot. Really? <laughs> That's the general rule. I just have a general rule of I would never say yes if you tried to pick me up on the train. Why train would you people, even try that? Because train people are weird. <laughs> Talk like train, taste like people. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, it depends. Like, in general, probably not because there's, there's something a bit off about yeah. people on the train. And also, like, you tend to be taking the train at weird hours or something. <laughs> so, it's like, you know either late at night or early morning. I don't want to be picked up then. <laughs> I know. I still feel nauseous from my wheat bags. Yeah, Leave me come alone. on. Give me some time. <laughs> That's right. 
Pick, maybe lunchtime pickup, please. <laughs> don't be fooled by the, the Nutri-Grain ad. I don't feel like an Iron Man just yet. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the appropriate hours of uh, picking up are between 11 and uh, 6. And then maybe another block after 9 or Oh, something. yeah, I agree. <laughs> I think my shop is closed from like up until about midday. Mm-hmm. And then maybe there's like a window from midday to like just after dinner time. Yeah. And then maybe it starts up again about 10 p.m. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's either you have to be uh, wide awake or drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> or some weird combination of the two. Roofied. <laughs> ah, and see, that's where the uh, the early morning window comes in. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just think that picking up is context, context specific. It's not always just on you. Yeah, but I would say just following girls around Flinders Street is probably not the best context. Well, no, but he did get my number. And has he called? No. So what's the point of this? I don't understand it either, unless he's like hatching some sort of fiendish plan to send out a worldwide SMS. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And collecting numbers one at a time (laughs) to send out my manifesto, my very short manifesto, (laughs) 160 characters. Yeah, he could just be sending you like 5,000 text messages. Telling you his life story in bite-sized chunks, <laughs> like Marie Cardi for the age when she sent out that story. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> she, she texted a story to the newspaper. Um, no, she texted. I didn't sign up for it either because I was like, that would be really annoying. Yeah. But apparently, you could sign up, and every day she would text you the next bit of the story or something. Oh, uh-huh, okay. I think yeah. that's what like Twitter's for. <laughs> you don't need to have a text. Just go to the website. But, like, I'm one of those people that can't be... If my phone is not within reach, I, like, takes me so long to be bothered to go and check what someone's written to me. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe if um, you do have, like, a screenplay or something or you want somebody to read it and you just, like, text it to them in chunks. <laughs> is that not akin to stealing their child and sending back one finger at a time? No, because <laughs> this isn't stealing anything. It's just forcing them to read something unbeknownst to them. <laughs> That's a constant teaser campaign though, Ben. Yeah, When's well, the main event? That could work. Maybe like 500 texts in. They're like, oh, I wonder what happens next. <laughs> <laughs> 500 texts in. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, your phone bill is <laughs> forcing you to mortgage your house. I'm, I'm sure you could get some unlimited plan just <laughs> for such I'm on an occasion. unlimited text plan actually. So, uh, I shouldn't have given you any ideas. Insane ramblings promo idea. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just think that there are some situations in which you can turn yourself into an instant creep and hitting on people when they don't expect it is one of them. <laughs> I just like the idea that maybe uh, it took you by surprise. Like, Boo! Ah. <laughs> can Do I get I your number? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but I find it easy if someone asks me out directly, I find it easier to say no. But if they ask my number, I find it really difficult to say no. Oh, okay. It's a good tip for any guy that's trying to get some numbers. <laughs> but then never use it because if, if you call me up, I'm just going to say no then. No, but just like in general, it's probably like <laughs> probably true. Just like, can I have your number? Like, well, he's not asking me out. He just wants some digits. <laughs> like, I assume that you, uh, he's asking you out for it. Uh, he's asking for your number to get you to go on a date but since he hasn't called you never know but you never know i don't know well have you ever like maybe he's looking for new lottery numbers but you wouldn't <laughs> you wouldn't give him like a fake number or something i didn't really think of it and i was like well what's the worst can happen he might call yeah <laughs> but he was like a bit of a weirdo anyway or no he was fine except that it was in the wrong context that's what i'm saying it was instant creep despite the fact that he was normal mm, fair enough so how far did he like follow you well like a couple of blocks yeah, and then what? And then he was like, well, I'm going to go get some sushi, see ya. And I'm like, really? Okay. Bye. So he was like, did he stay and chat after he got your number or was he hoping that you'd maybe want to go get sushi or something? I don't know. I didn't ask him his intentions. My father wasn't around to um, 
to offer him the family ring or anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm demanded at least uh, three goats worth. I was saying, we were talking about this on the train, actually. How many goats are you worth? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'd give myself more than three. <laughs> I know you would. We had this discussion. Okay. You're giving yourself at least a seven, apparently. Seven goats and a chicken, maybe. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, skin on or skin off? Um, maybe seasoned. Yeah, the skin's my favourite part, yeah. so... Anyway, um, no, that if there was a, um, a system of dowry, we would just never get married. <laughs> Why? Because it's just too much effort or something. Well, no, we just have nothing to offer. Uh-oh. Me and Natasha were like, it's really lucky um, that there's not a dowry system. No, it was me and Sarah, sorry. We're saying it's really lucky it's not a dowry system because basically if anyone wants to marry us, we're going to have to be like, I'm sorry, I'm never going anywhere. They <laughs> just th- thought you should know. They just wanted... Um you mean you don't have any livestock is, or you're not worth any livestock? No, I don't have any or anything else to offer. I can't afford underwear. But surely, surely if you want to get uh, this marriage situation, your family can buy you like a sheep or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's like instead of the wedding ring, they're just like... Band um, together and get a sheep. Okay. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think everyone expects everyone else to live on a farm. No, I just I just want my husband to be well aware that I'm going nowhere. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not to sign on, but... Maybe UNICEF will donate one or something. <laughs> oh, that would be nice. It's like the wedding fund. Like, well, you can choose between this sickly cow or this uh, goat. Three-legged goat. Yeah. Nah, we'll take the goat. We can put a <laughs> shared leg on the back. <laughs> yeah, we'll just paint one on and hope that they don't notice. <laughs> and we'll call him Pat, Pat, Pat Thump. <laughs> <laughs> Pat, for short. <laughs> Good to know. Already, already got the name there. <laughs> you were asking me last week about... Uh, Ben's lies, picking up guys. Yes, you were meant to give me some advice for picking up men. Yeah. By way of spinning some untruths, well, much I've like Charlotte's web. <laughs> <laughs> we can call it Vicky's web of lies. Vicky's web of lies. Mm. The, uh, You're my little pig, Wilbur, that tells me how to spin the web. That was the lesser known sequel. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the lie I should yeah, use I, this no, week? It's just like in the uh, web, it's like, uh, stand by Flinders Street. Or something <laughs> like. oh, okay. Okay. Um, so swing I, hard, Meryl. Yeah, no I, I, what, signs. <laughs> I thought M Night Shyamalan was always quite the twister. So, <laughs> is it, is a twist the same as a lie? Yes, I think so. Okay, yeah, that is so the same as a lie. Like, I'm really attractive. Twist. I'm oh. actually just wearing makeup. <laughs> <laughs> so M Night Shyamalan's uh, new plot point spoiled for everyone. <laughs> so, sorry. That someone at uh, work accidentally sent a text message to... Uh, oh, the person the text message was yeah. about? I think, we, I think we've uh, discussed that on the show before. Yeah, because I do that all the time. Yeah, but I was wondering, like, maybe if you could accidentally do that on purpose. I would say something really good about them. Yeah, saying, like, oh, this guy's uh, hot and he's single or something like that. And send it to him. What if he got excited? He's like, ooh, I see here there's a Stephen that's hot and single. Yes. <laughs> and it'd be so beautiful. We could have the same monochrome on our towels. SNS. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that that's every guy's dream. <laughs> so they can have a gay relationship to save on uh, monogram <laughs> towels. <laughs> yeah. Imagine if you got, there's another hot Ben around. I knew it. <laughs> Now's my chance. Hot, you'd call hot dibs, not knowing you're calling hot dibs on yourself. I've been waiting all these years to date myself. <laughs> I'm laughing because it's true. <laughs> <laughs> if there is my clone or twin out there, unbeknownst to me, get in contact. We'll, we'll hook something up. Literally. I'll get the towels and you can get the... Uh, Lube? 
<laughs> that, that's how most of my first dates start. I just meant you, you know, just fix up the car engine together. Isn't oh, that what men do? I don't know. Manly men, not me. <laughs> I love how so far in the podcast we've ascertained that you're not very manly and I'm not very attractive. Oh, come on. Maybe. Is this why our career is solely on the internet? <laughs> I said I was worth at least seven quotes. I don't know what you're talking about. Manliness and attractiveness don't go hand in hand. Oh, yeah. don't they? Maybe I am turning gay. <laughs> I actually... <laughs> no, it means you're straight. Manliness and attractiveness don't go hand in hand for you. Okay. Um, I'm glad that you're here to verify this. I've accidentally I'm sent text messages to guys that were about them. Mm. One was... Um, <laughs> I can't say the name, but um, it was blank is trying to kill me. <laughs> I sent it to him. <laughs> you think that he's a listener? No, he's not, but he has a really distinctive name. Because if it was Freddy Krueger, <laughs> I think <laughs> he probably knew. correct. No, he fed me a poisoned muffin. Oh. <laughs> is this where Natasha got the idea for the poison nachos from? <laughs> probably. <laughs> we, I've got Vicky's tricks for making men sick. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just poison food. Yeah, pretty much. That's all I got so far, but Fair it enough. seems very effective. It's one successful trick. Why mess with a winning game? Is that your only Ben's life, picking up guys this week? Yeah, how many do you want? <laughs> it took me two weeks to come up with that lie. <laughs> so do you have any suggestions as to what sort of thing I should text message them? Well, I don't know. I just think that that could potentially go down really well, but I haven't worked out the follow-up to that. Or because like, theoretically, you would have probably just realised that you sent it to that person. Don't tell Ben that I accidentally ran through some sprinklers in a white t-shirt. That could be embarrassing. <laughs> Teehee. <laughs> Photos on my blog? Question mark. <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe like after they text back, uh, you accidentally sent that to me, then it could be awkwardness. Yeah. So I, I don't know what that stage is. But I, I think like the first thing could open up <laughs> like communication, like let them know that you're I like to them. imagine that all girly girls end their messages with teehee. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, everyone in SMS form turns into a 16-year-old giggling schoolgirl. <laughs> yeah. I had a friend who picked up his girlfriend like that, actually. His friend, oh, kind of. His friends, <coughs> it's actually my ex-boyfriend's friend. His friends sent a text message to this girl on his phone saying, do you want to have sex? And she wrote back, yes. And, and, <laughs> and he was did? like, okay, yeah. And, uh, See, I they told you like, it dated. could work. <laughs> you just got to try the direct approach. I know. SMS is dangerous for that because it could be like a joke. Yeah, like you, you that's could assume true. that someone else has um, like stolen their phone or something. See, I was just like, well, that's what I've been doing all, wrong all these years. <laughs> you just got to like message to all <laughs> sex question mark. Maybe that's what that guy is um, collecting numbers for. Is he like, if I get every woman in the world, it's a numbers game, surely? Yeah, fair enough. But if on the flip side, imagine if every woman in the world turns you down. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> just like no, 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 busy, no, no, maybe. <laughs> Uh, no. My daughter is dead, you fuck. Ooh. Uh, awkward, <laughs> I got a few of those. <laughs> Speaking of awkward text messages, I love how we found out why your dad doesn't have voicemail. This is the definitive <laughs> answer. He does. Ben always talks about how annoying it is that you can never reach his father. Well, he doesn't use his mobile phone in general. <laughs> and he also doesn't have voicemail, so people angrily ring up the house. Well, it's, he has voicemail, but his message bank is perpetually full, even though it's got zero messages in it. <laughs> and he, apparently his reason is he's turned it off so he doesn't receive voicemails from Russell Brand. Well, he, he's, <laughs> he's known for leaving annoying voice messages. So ever since that BBC, BBC stunt, Philip decided it was probably for the best to have his um, voicemail shut off, well, <laughs> just is, in case. He is British, so I think there's a... Um, uh, 
contract or something that every British person is going to get a message from Russell Brand oh. on the stage. Yeah. Poor Russell. That must keep him busy. Oh, he's got the unlimited plans. <laughs> How does he have time for all those women then? I think he's got it on auto dial. Oh, yeah. okay. It's just <laughs> You've reached Russell Brand. Insert annoying message. <laughs> Isn't it? Russell Brand has reached you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good point. <laughs> um, and then the other day, <clears throat> I was realizing, Ben, we should probably finally figure this out so I have like a quick answer to give people. Mm. What is this podcast actually about? Do you ever get people saying, oh, you guys have a podcast. What is it about? I think it's like uh, the Seinfeld solution. <laughs> Nothing. It's not about anything. <laughs> you get up, you have breakfast. That's the show. <laughs> Sometimes you don't even need breakfast if someone hits on you first. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole segment. It probably will. Or at least I'll offer you some uh, animals in exchange for your handy marriage. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it will obviously turn them down because before breakfast rules. Do you reckon that an exotic animal is like... How did we get sidetracked already? <laughs> like, do you think that counts for more sheep? Like, if you're like, I'll offer you the rare orange macaw, is that worth like 20 sheep? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> the, the bigger the animal is also a plus. Really? So, I think if you've got like... So, you've got like 20 cats to a goat. Sure. Because the thing is, I think like, twenty cats is worse than a goat. Because I was like, some animals don't aren't that useful. Like, why would you want your wife to give you twenty cats? <laughs> That's true. I think uh, more than three cats is pushing it. Like, we're gonna just, we're gonna start a cat mil- milking business and make millions. <laughs> well, I think I think uh, the risk of we just have to adapt these to make tiny little milkers. <laughs> yeah, you, you don't want your. Um, your family to start off as a crazy cat person family (laughs) (laughs) just from uh, your dowry so maybe that's why crazy cat ladies are always alone it was just it was a failed dowry (laughs) thought they're like 20 cats i've got 20 cats we'll do that (laughs) i'm I'm onto something (laughs) or maybe they married married 20 guys on each one gave gave them a cat cat. oh maybe (laughs) but yeah no the rarer the animal and if you've got like a you know prize winning bull or something that's like you know big and whatever prize-winning bulls are winning I know, prizes what are win- for. Yeah, what are prize-winning bulls? I'm like, do they play chess? <laughs> so if, if the animal has abilities, I think that also No helps. one ever points out what prize-winning bulls are winning prizes for. It could be anything. <laughs> I'm sure it's the shininess of their coat. And, really? You know, how many uh, Pamplona races they've been in. <laughs> See, I was imagining like essay writing competitions or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, what my nose ring means to me. <laughs> Not to be confused with 16-year-olds writing <laughs> competitions. Apparently, the standard of bulls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because my uh, 16-year-old essay on what it would like to have udders was just excellent. <laughs> bulls don't have udders, fool. No one didn't win that competition. That, that's, that's why they're wondering what it would be like to have udders. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess. You just got to think in the mind of a prize-winning bull. Oh, I, <laughs> I just can't put my bull mind on. Yeah, when, what if, if you get the last... Um, of an almost extinct species, then you you know you're set for life there. Yeah, yeah. really. Like so, if you've got like the Tasmanian tiger. Yeah, and you just like found one in the wild, and there's like no hope of it reproducing because you've only got the one. But you can use it as a dowry. Then you can marry. Like you have your choice of men. Oh wow! Yeah, that's official rules that I just made up. Oh, <laughs> oh, and they're already official. Yeah, doesn't take long to ratify things these days. So We've really streamlined <laughs> the, the political process. Ins- I like it. Insane ramblings. It's uh, action at its best. <laughs> yeah, not really. That's surely that's diehard. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that you just stole that quote from the Times yeah. talking about diehard. <laughs> Either way, it's uh, it's a good tagline. <laughs> 
Um, so we never actually settled what is this podcast about? What should I tell people when they ask what is your podcast about, Vicky? Um, I just say it's, yeah, I don't know. I'm always stuck for uh, a description as well. <laughs> but uh, what does it say on our website? Oh, it says we love candy bars. That doesn't really help. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I usually just pull the first thing off the top of my head. Like, what's your podcast about? Marx's Communist Manifesto. Oh, oh wow. okay. <laughs> just think of whoever you're talking to, what their favorite thing is. <laughs> So if I'm talking to the Michelin man, what's your, pod- what's your podcast about? <laughs> I like to imagine he has a big slow voice too to match Natch. his body. Mm-hmm. And you're like, tyres. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, uh, and donuts. Okay. Okay. And the candy man is like, what the fuck, man? I thought it was about marshmallows. Or <laughs> 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 the, the, you know, what's that pastry puff one called? Stay puff. <laughs> yeah, no, fresh puff or whatever. Puff and fresh. Puff and fresh. It's like, what the fuck? That was baked goods. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's when that gets awkward. When all, when all of the brands start hanging out together, we're screwed. We should make like a um, superhero team up show like Justice League. <laughs> but with the Michelin <laughs> man, the Stay Puff Marshmallow man and Puff and Fresh. What do they do? Eat stuff out <laughs> to oblivion? <laughs> they could team up and roll over people. Like, like there's a man kidnapping children. Let's devour him. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> the giant mascot hour or something. Yeah. Hour of power. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just an hour of them devouring. <laughs> the, 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 the massive mascot's hour of devour. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And they're we not, just pit them against each other as to the biggest thing they can eat. They're not so discriminatory <laughs> in what they eat. So, so yeah. in the last episode, they're trying to eat, like, mercury <laughs> something. <laughs> It's a very um, Katamari-themed TV show. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> we haven't settled it. Don't lie. We still haven't got there. So, you know, I don't so know. So you think just roll the old dice in the head and say whatever comes up. Like, what's your podcast about? <laughs> what do you know about <laughs> Pop and Fresh? <laughs> <laughs> That's what the podcast is about. <laughs> yeah, if, if you haven't had any uh, Stay Puff humour for a while, then you know where to come. Ah, <laughs> oh, the amount of people that are going to be knocking on my door now. Yeah. <laughs> I need a pop and fresh one-liner. <laughs> <laughs> no, I imagine it. After the first pop, he's probably not as fresh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Should have gone off the Michelin Man jokes. Oh, so easy. No, but I don't know. I think the best thing is just to point them to the website because it's confusing enough that it kind of makes uh, the podcast look sensible. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I have no idea what's going on here, but. I'll just give it a listen anyway. See, speaking of television commercials and uh, mascots, have you noticed how annoying um, – we have to do an insane ramblings in colour on this – as to how annoying um, infomercials make normal things look? Um. <laughs> They're like, oh, have you ever tried to write with a pen? Uh, that's true. <laughs> it slips all over the place. The ink runs out. Yeah. <laughs> and the person's hand is like sliding off this pen and they're like throwing it through their glass windows and like, no, that window is going to cost $1,000 to replace. Damn you, pens. <laughs> you're just sitting there like, yes, I can't believe how many times that's happened to me last week. <laughs> that's right. It flies out of their hand and stabs their loved one in the heart who slowly like passes out on the ground, ink spurting from <laughs> their chest like if only we hadn't used a pen <laughs> <laughs> ink spurting or blood spurting both <laughs> you can't it's all mixed together <laughs> much could, like killing an octopus <laughs> but if you had one of those old-fashioned quills then you could soak up that blood and use it to write your letter see there you go you've got an infomercial just there maybe that's what the ad's for yeah <laughs> i noticed there's one for a different kind of hair clip okay. and this girl puts her hair up in like you know the traditional like butterfly clip that kind of is a claw and yeah yeah i don't really use them but 
It's like people use my guest to clip their hair cool back. Cool people use Yeah. Them. What would I know? Um, and this girl puts one in her hair and then like goes about her day hitting her hair on <laughs> And I was like, this girl has no spatial reasoning. You cannot blame that on her hair clip. So is the ad for a, a hair clip with a GPS tracker in it or something? <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's got, it's got a reverse camera in it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she's uh, seconds away from opening the fridge door <laughs> into her head. Like, oh. oh, lucky. No, it's like for a flatter... It's like for flat wires to hold your hair down so it doesn't stick out back. Phew, because you know what's so much more convenient than a hair clip is wires in your head. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, it worked for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, like Snuggies. The Snuggie whole premise is based on the fact that you can't get your arms out of a blanket. Well, I Have you noticed that? I, I made a um, fake Snuggie commercial. Have, you, have I shown no, you this? I haven't seen I'll, it. I'll link it from um, the uh, episode. Uh, yeah, the episode page on the website. And we basically did all that kind of stuff. Just they, they overreact like how you can do normal things in your Snuggie. So I hadn't actually seen the original Snuggie mm. uh, ad when I made this. And then I watched it back. I'm like, yeah, this is exactly what it's like. <laughs> it's just like, you can use your Snuggie opening the fridge. Like, wow. <laughs> wow. Who would have thought? <laughs> I just love how annoyed this person looks like, ah, oh, my arms can't get out of my snu- out of my blanket. Whatever will I do? The phone's ringing, but my arms are trapped in a blanket. <laughs> I know. Oh, wait a minute. I've got my blanket with arms. <laughs> yeah. So stupid. I'm like, if you can't operate a blanket enough to remove your arms from it, how would you even put a Snuggie on? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> what, what are all these uh, amputees using Snuggy for? That's a whole market gone. <laughs> oh. Um, so anyway, this week, Ben, we also had a discussion around, around a round table, and a round table discussion, shall we say, on Friday night. Yes, it was very much like... Um, Relating King to Arthur's feminine court. hygiene. <laughs> very much like King Arthur's Court. <laughs> so anyone who, who's opposed to that can just skip forward about... 10 minutes. <laughs> we were doing so well on this podcast, going 18 episodes without touching these topics and alas. <laughs> so the question was asked, if a girl dropped a packet of tampons in front of you from a bag and wasn't aware, would you pick them up and return them? Uh, I probably wouldn't, know. And you were the only guy that wouldn't. But in my defence... We have really nice friends. <laughs> All of our guy friends are really like sensitive guys. Yeah. Is it the awkwardness? A little bit, especially if it's someone that you don't know. Why? Well, Would you return a packet of condoms if someone dropped condoms? No. <laughs> Why? Well, like, who are these people that dropping condoms everywhere? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Fine. I just think that's weird. And you were saying if Natasha's arms and legs them. were broken. <laughs> I could use these. <laughs> ripped from my playroom. <laughs> Maybe I was just thinking they were a hint. Just dropping them in. It's like... Are you trying to hit on me? If they... If you... Whoever brings them back, they're like, well, since... You know, we've got some. <laughs> but like you were saying, Natasha's arms and legs would have to be broken and no one else she knows in the same state before you would buy her tampons. Well, that's just, it's too intimidating with the range because I know I'm going to fuck it up. No way. Why? Isn't it like the international symbol of like, I have a girlfriend? They're obviously not for you. I'm not that desperate to go out <laughs> in the world and tell everyone that I've got a girlfriend. But it's, I just don't see why it's embarrassing. What, what if the checkout You're not going to be using them unless you murdered someone. She'll be like, oh, I was going to ask for your number once you, uh, you know, got outside and I followed you three blocks. But <laughs> now that I know you've got a girlfriend. But you have a girlfriend anyway. Why would you want a girl to follow you? Keep my options open. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't see the problem. Like two of our friends were saying they hate buying condoms. They find it really awkward. See, I'm not like as opposed to that. But like with the... Um, 
the self-checkout at yeah. supermarkets. I think that's kind of uh, helped oh. in this kind of situation. I don't know if I could tell this story, but I guess I'm going to. It's so funny. This couple, I mean, we're, we're friends with both of them. <clears throat> they got together, whatever. Um, they went to the supermarket to buy condoms. <laughs> and <laughs> they went to the self-service checkout. And... <laughs> <laughs> it was their first time having used the self-service checkout. They'd been together for some time, so it wasn't their first time anything else. And so it didn't work properly. They couldn't figure out how to work it. So the attendant had to come over and swipe their condoms for them. And so the guy, without thinking, goes to her, don't worry, it's our first time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, uh, I mean, using the checkout. <laughs> And especially since uh, she was already feeling awkward about it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. And they're like the most like, <laughs> petite's not the word, timid. They're yeah. like the most timid couple. It was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I would love to have seen the, um, everyone's face in that situation, I guess. <laughs> if there's security footage somewhere, <laughs> check that down. Yeah, it was a classic story. Mm. It was very funny. But yeah, that's the kind of thing. It's often something's going to go wrong with those machines. And so you want to try and check out and pay and stuff before the person comes over to help you out. <laughs> or something. You're like, no, quick, I'm okay, I'm okay. But you were saying if you bought a whole lot of groceries and you could just hide the tampons somewhere in that, there. That would kind of help. Like if you're not just buying just those. And they're like, oh, yeah, it's just like another thing, bread, milk, and whatever. And but if someone points it out, you can go, oh, how did those get in there? <laughs> <laughs> you might as well just check them out while they're here. Yeah, that's right. I don't, don't want to send your store bankrupt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so much effort putting them back putting on the them shelf. Putting them back, yeah. <laughs> might as well just get them. No, but even Maybe I can use them if I ever have a manly blood nose from playing some sort of sport <laughs> like gridiron. <laughs> Is that the most manly solution to this <laughs> problem? Why am I the one suggesting manly solutions to problems? I, I heard that in... Um, Wars, they're good for stopping uh, bullet holes. Stopping them or filling them once they're in? Yeah. Like, like you, you, know, you don't put them over your heart like a Bible. <laughs> <laughs> you, you'd have to have a lot. <laughs> like, thank God for these tampons. Yeah. They well, stop that bullet clean down. I don't know. There's, there's so many these days. Maybe there's bulletproof tampons. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the chastity belt that, you know, I don't know how that works. But Did we tell the, Who told me that story about why the name Smith is so common? Not me. Because my last name is obviously Smith. Actually, it's not obvious, is it? <laughs> it's like, how much do you hate it when someone gives a list of things that are completely dis disparate and then mm. says et cetera at the end? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like trees and dogs and candy, et cetera. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see such a list? Oh, on all my exams. Because they obviously couldn't think of any other examples. Oh, okay. And I was like, I cannot. I can't figure out where you've gone yeah, with this list. Et cetera. But why do they need et cetera? Because <laughs> they don't want it to look like they couldn't think of any other ideas. Oh, uh, okay. But um, yeah, apparently it's because like back in the day, um, the men went off to the Crusades and their wives would wear chastity belts so they couldn't cheat on them when they were away. Mm. And so the only people that could open them were someone who was classified as a legal locksmith or... Um, or their husband, obviously, with the key. And so people changed their name to Smith so they could pretend to be ah, locksmiths. Yeah. Nice. Is that a true or you just... I just heard it. Good story? I just heard it, yeah. So if you ever meet someone with the last name Smith, <laughs> you know that it's all from the booty. Yeah, that's right. Nice. We have a history of trying to tap that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but what I was going to add to uh, this... Uh, tampon situation is that <laughs> I know how many times you get that in a phrase <laughs> we um well first of all we were playing a game at the bar afterwards 
and you distract me by putting <laughs> tampons in my ear. That, that was not helpful to my gameplay. Well, you're, in my own defense, your control wasn't working. So and I was aware. You weren't aware. I was aware. So you put it, you would have done it even if it was working. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the only reason that you should be able to do that is if I'm shot in the ear and you're mopping up my bullet wounds. <laughs> okay. If there's ever brain leaking out of your ear. Yeah. Then maybe you can, That's if that's the only thing to plug it with. <laughs> okay. So if I have like something else, I should go for that first. It depends what it is. If it's just a hot glue gun, I probably prefer the sample. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm going to take that out of context. Somehow, I'm just going to take that quote by itself and use it. Damn. If it's a hot glue gun, I'd prefer the tampon. <laughs> for Christmas? <laughs> well, I think that goes for girls as well. I'm going to sum... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and what was your other thing you wanted to add or is that it? Yeah, so first step one, don't put tampons <laughs> in my ear. And second of all, when... Uh, is this a recipe? <laughs> a recipe for, for a conducive uh, podcast. <laughs> okay. And secondly, when uh, Steve, our friend, he said that he wouldn't mind buying them or whatever. Yes. And But then later, his girlfriend went to the bathroom and we were playing pool and we were going to go over to the air hockey table. And he said he would mind. No, no, no. He he was still all for that. But she left her purse um, by the pool table and mm. he didn't want to just leave it alone um, since we were moving. He didn't want to pick it up? No, he wouldn't take it from the pool table to the air hockey table. <laughs> and I, I, in my defense, I would say that. I, w- I would be okay with that. Yeah, that's not weird. No one's going to think it's yours. But that's that's girls' argument every time is that, like, of course it's not yours, but it's so emasculating I've, to pick I've it up. I've been told that it's really emasculating. Yeah, especially since it was like a bright pink handbag. Oh, and stuff. Really? Yeah. <laughs> See, I don't have a handbag, so I don't think most guys... I just have like my big like Tintin backpack. Yeah. So I don't think it, mine is... Like all the cool people. <laughs> <laughs> no, just all the people that go to uni. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> So I don't think mine is that bad. But back in the day when I used to have handbags, I'm like, yeah, I can't really leave this stuff with a guy. It'd be awkward. Yeah, exactly. It's so funny to see a guy like outside of the bathrooms with his girlfriend's purse though. It's kind of like a time bomb. It's kind of like they're a bomb diffuser, but they don't want anyone else to know there's a bomb. Because <laughs> they kind of have to stand near enough to it to protect it. But yeah. far enough away that no one's suspicious. Exactly. So I've, I've tried holding uh, Natasha's purse while she's gone to the bathroom or whatever. Mm. And you can try and like own it. Because people <laughs> people <laughs> take it and they just stand there looking sheepish. Yeah. And that makes it worse. It so does. So if you just hold it there and you're like, yeah, I'm the guy and I got a purse. What of it? <laughs> <laughs> and? Then maybe like that kind of, you can If you really owned it, Ben, way. you would start putting stuff in it <laughs> like just using it yeah it. <laughs> where's my damn wallet <laughs> looking for my uh, matching pink cell phone or something <laughs> but there's, there's a just looking for my tissues i saw a really cute puppy <laughs> i don't want to talk about it <laughs> <laughs> there's a, a danger of um crossing that line from boyfriend to gay boyfriend <laughs> um yeah, no, that's so true. You can't look sheepish. That makes it worse. Yeah, but like that's your natural instinct as a guy. Because they're like, I don't have anything to do with this. Get away from me. See, I don't think there's anything, like in the opposite, I don't think there's anything that guys either have to buy or have that's embarrassing to be around for girls. Yeah, I was trying to think of what the equivalent like there's no was equivalent, and I can't really. think of anything either. Like standing around with your boyfriend's like backpack? That's not awkward. No. And like anything like super masculine. I don't know, what if it's like one of those, like a t-shirt or something with like a topless chick or something on it no i wouldn't care no 
See, yeah. Holding I, Steve's big box of protein. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, can you carry my protein shakes for <laughs> yeah, me? exactly. There's nothing that's the same really for chicks. Because Natasha Porno. has a t-shirt with a naked woman on it. Can, yeah, what if, what if a guy was asking you to like hold his stack of Playboys? Is it just a guy or my boyfriend? Your boyfriend. I would be kind of pissed, but I wouldn't be awkward. And that's what it's like to hold a handbag. <laughs> no, that's not. Because handbag casts aspersions on you. Yeah. I'd be like, why the fuck am I holding your porn? Because <laughs> <laughs> he asked you to. He's going to the bathroom. And you're like, you can't take that to the bathroom. Ew. <laughs> wouldn't he be taking it with him? Surely. Well, he's got you for that. Why does he have this porn? This <laughs> he just bought it on <laughs> the way out. This hypothetical is making no sense. <laughs> just it, Maybe he works for Playboy. You're dating Hugh Hefner. Okay. <laughs> and he's got the latest issues on Actually, him. that could happen a lot with Hugh Hefner. He's exactly. an old guy. He probably needs to go to the bathroom a lot. He likes younger women too. So. Yeah, it's true. It's possible. So you're going, you're going out with Hugh Hefner and he's got his latest stack of issues. <laughs> no, it wouldn't make me feel awkward. What if, what if Hugh Hefner dropped his Playboys in a bar or whatever? Would you That guy sounds then? like he's pantsing himself. <laughs> <laughs> Let's he? move on. This is stupid. All right, well. <laughs> There is no equivalent, I'm telling you. There's pretty much nothing I would feel awkward buying in a shop. This is a challenge, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> There's it in colour. <laughs> For sure. What's your opinions of porching? Porching? Yeah. Where you just like sit on your porch and watch the world go by. Porching? Yep. Yeah, I'm for it, yeah. I guess. <laughs> are, you, are you a big porcher? Oh, my porch faces like a brick wall. Because my <laughs> so house is set really far off. You didn't get a prime porching apartment. Well, no. My house in St Kilda, you would be looking directly into my neighbour's house. Or in Greensboro, I would just be looking out into a garden. <laughs> so there's there's no porching to be done. Because at um, the place I work, there's a lot of old people kind of living in the area. And, so and they just hang out in their stoop. It seems to happen. <laughs> this is like Hey Arnold with the stoop kid. What's that? Stoop kid. He never leaves his stoop. Oh, he just like, hangs out and people walk past and they're like, hey, stoop kid. Yeah, pretty much. Yes, that's exactly it. You have seen it. I've, I've seen it. Your subconscious I'd, has seen it. I vaguely remember. <laughs> you fell asleep before one of the episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try and put a, uh, a image of Stoop Kid in our uh, gallery section. <laughs> okay. Yeah, is there a reason why I need to have an opinion on this? Well, there's just, it seems like a lot of... This show has made me have opinions on so many things I don't care about. You're always <laughs> like, so Vicky... How do you feel about Arctic foxes mating for life? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's good, I guess. <laughs> Wish I was Arctic that makes fox. them happy. <laughs> if one of the Arctic foxes wants to sleep around, I, sh- I hope the other Arctic foxes can accept that. Uh, <laughs> I like to think they're open-minded. But the penguins, they're not on, they're not on board. Did you know that foxes, if they <laughs> How did we already get... Okay, go on. <laughs> if their partner dies, they, are like, they stay by themselves forever. I, so think, I think that's the same with penguins. Is it? At least some kind of penguins. This must be leading into a range of Vicky, surely. <laughs> anyway. The, oh, so I you have something actually to say about stooping. I saw these porches now. Oh, not stooping, for life. sorry. Because <laughs> stooping sounds like you're stooping to a new low, whereas porching <laughs> doesn't have any moral connotations. That's true. Anyway, there's a lot of old people and like um, um, walking past all these houses of people porching. Yeah. They, I guess they just like sit. Do they talk to each other? I think. Is it, it like the offline version of Windows Messenger? Literally? <laughs> Um, I think the houses were like a bit too far apart for them to talk, but there's just a lot of people just sitting on their front, uh, like they got a couch in the front of their yard or whatever. (laughs) Well, they're really stuck in the neighborhood watch days. Yeah. They took it very literally. There's very little going on for them to watch. And so like maybe a couple of cars will go past or someone will walk past, but you know, this is especially, it's not a very interesting area for animals or anything like that. I remember in Chinese... 
in Chinese class in high school, we had to um, go onto the Barbie website and make a chi- in the Barbie Chinese website and make a Barbie. And one of the um, hobbies you could give your Barbie, as set by Mattel, was people watching. Well, these <laughs> so Barbie likes it. These people would agree with uh, Chinese Barbie. Because we had a um, um, assignment in primary school where we had to sit on our road and count the number of each colour car that went by. Oh, jeez. I know, how creepy is that? Well, these people would have very low car counts because there's not much going on on their streets, yeah. right? And I walked past and it wasn't like I was doing It was the anything. most exciting thing that's happened all day. Well, that's what I kind of was assuming. But one of the people was looking down and like just like tying a shoelace or whatever just as I walked past. Mm. And so they missed me completely walked no. past. So I was like... Did they just miss the highlight of their <laughs> porching experience? Like nothing happens in this area. And the one time uh, someone walks past that, maybe I should like hang around just to like entertain them. It's like, like oh. going to the bathroom and you find out Bruce Willis is really a ghost. Exactly. <laughs> Everyone's like, whoa. And you're like, what? What just happened? <laughs> it's the kind of thing you can't explain. A dude, a dude walked by. <laughs> <laughs> there was some twist. I don't know what's going How on. How did he walk? Kind of like this. No, no, it was more like this. Oh, you just had to see the walk. <laughs> But yeah, so I don't know, any porching or highlights is, uh, I know, I didn't mean to disappoint this old person, but well, what you can did. you do? I'll, I'll get them next week. <laughs> so you heard it here first on Insane Ramblings, old people, Ben's going to get you. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that definitely leads into a Ranger Vicky, does it? Ranger Vicky. Uh, this week, we have a relatively new one compared to our other Ranger Vickies, which can be anything up to <laughs> 50 years old. Before the internet was uh, established, animals <laughs> were doing crazy things. But since the internet, they've learned to straighten up and fly right, sometimes literally, lest they, they get on this podcast. Mm. Um, so this was um, a story that ended up on some Indian newspapers on page one. That's a good page, according to Indian newspapers. Yeah. It's not like page three in the UK. Uh-uh. <laughs> Everyone knows that's the best page. But those pigeons are hot on the page three. <laughs> the page three pigeons. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and this pigeon was detained on suspicion of spying. That's what they do. <laughs> um, it wasn't bearing a message when it was caught, but it did have a Pakistani phone number and address under, oh, sorry, stamped on its body in red ink, the Australian Federal Police reported. It's the Australian police reporting on this. Well, it says AFP. Does oh. that on oh, Associated Foreign Press? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like I got my acronyms confused. This, is, this is a story about many Middle Eastern countries. Why is Australia <laughs> reporting on this? <laughs> Sorry, um, and it was held in an air-conditioned room under the watch of armed guards. It's nice to know it was air-conditioned. Yeah, that's good. Unless, unless pigeons don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not uh, up on my pigeon humidity levels. No, neither. But I would like to think that pigeons don't like to be hot under the collar. Ooh. Mm. Local pigeon aficionados. <laughs> of which I'm sure there's many. <laughs> I <Probably> know. Porches. <laughs> also advised police that Pakistani pigeons look different from Indian ones. And this one, quote, clearly belonged to their arch enemies across <laughs> the border. So I can't figure out with that quote whether they're saying that everything across the border is an arch enemy or like it specifically was the breed of their arch enemies. <laughs> I, I assume it's just because they look different, but it, the, the stamp thing is probably what... No, I mean, them. like, are they saying, ooh, that's our arch enemy, Pakistan's bird? Or are they saying, ooh, that's evil Brian from Pakistan's bird? Uh, He's my <laughs> arch enemy. They've just got one arch enemy <laughs> yeah. in Pakistan. And they know that's his country. bird. Yeah. <laughs> He's um, like a James Bond villain, but he only breeds pigeons. <laughs> <laughs> like, you'll see, one day this will, <laughs> this will make me take over the country. <laughs> <laughs> one pigeon at a time. I haven't worked out exactly how, but I hear they're good at homing. So that's got to be something. <laughs> um, 
Apparently, the police chief later downplayed it. He would, though. Yeah. He was in on it. <laughs> Not like the Italian police chief who was quite hysterical <laughs> about the donkey. He's like, did you hear this thing? <laughs> Everybody, donkey story. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, listen about this damn donkey. Um, the spy theory was just speculation on the part of local residents and authorities never bur- bought it. They never birded it either. That's good. <laughs> did they board it? No, they didn't board it. <laughs> um, the bird was th- later released to wildlife authorities, he said. Authorities. But, like, what do you think they're doing to this pigeon while it's detained? <laughs> <As> Questioning <laughs> it. Yeah. Playing at the Backstreet Boys, hoping it'll break. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you on the 23rd pigeon? <laughs> <laughs> you would say that. He's <laughs> playing hard to get again. Playing hard to get? Are they trying to date the pigeon? Well, if all else fails. <laughs> That's the good cop dating cop thing. <laughs> Oh shit, there's dating cops. <laughs> How have I not been pulled over yet? <laughs> <laughs> You've been My pulled bad o- dating practice. You've been arrested for being too sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, oh I'm God. getting my cops and my strippers mixed up again. I hate it when that happens. As do they. <laughs> like, why are your st- clothes still on? No weather police. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, no word on whether, whether anyone tried the phone number. Yeah, so there's this phone number on the pigeon. Isn't that the first thing that no, you do? No, apparently the first thing is detain the pigeon. Yeah, <laughs> the second exactly. thing is give it to authorities. I think wildlife authorities is a bit suspicious though. They don't mention it's like the RSPCA or something. Yeah, it's just wildlife authorities in general. Yeah, because when you get turned over to the authorities, it's like the cops. So I'm imagining that's kind of some kind of pigeon police. <laughs> like We'll hand him over to the, to the pigeons, the uh, pigeon Yakuza or something. I think it's like a robot pigeon or something. It's got a spy <laughs> camera, so the enemies are like looking through its eye camera or something seeing everything that's going on i like to imagine it's really well trained and when it gets back they give it a pen and it draws everything it saw (laughs) (laughs) that would be worth a dowry (laughs) have you noticed people's facebook status updates uh after you've been like out with them for the night and they never reflect the mood that they're in at the time no i think i worded that stupidly (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like Don't worry, my my Facebook status about it tonight will be quite clear. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Facebook statuses versus the actual experience. So you see them and they're like all cheerful and then later it's like, Ben Moore can only see black. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> really? Well, we were out last night and... Um, you were? Oh, Friday night, whatever. Ah. And uh, we met up with a friend and then I saw his Facebook status when I come home and it's like four hours earlier. So it was obviously just before we met, we met him. Yeah. And it's like, the shit that I do better come back around to me. And it just like came out really aggressive and like depressing and stuff. Oh, and then we saw him and it was like, dee, dee, I was like, dee, hey man, good to see you. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, My life is a beautiful place. People are obviously just putting these statuses up to get attention or sympathy or whatever. Or otherwise they're just suppressing the actual feelings. Well, online. they get over it, I guess, in four hours or. Well, like we saw him like right after that would have been message but four hours later I see my, my thing is if you want me because some people like not that they get annoyed but like i hang out with them all day and i have like a really good time and i like th- i'm gonna write my status about the fun stuff we did that day like yesterday i went horse riding with my friends and it was awesome yeah but then renee except happened, for the uh, bleeding fingers thing. yeah ooh. then renee happened to say something really funny just before i went on facebook so <laughs> that became my status <laughs> your facebook status got trumped yeah that's what i feel like but i'm like you it was still fun to hang out with you guys and i want that to be my status but then this is really funny uh, the, it went up in the status hierarchy yeah exactly but, like the, the Renee thing, could that have been postponed to a later day or it something? It probably could have, but it was on my mind. It was too uh, urgent that you had to get it out. Yeah, it was funny. But um, yeah, I have another sporting injury. 
More potential boyfriend kudos points going to waste. Uh. I know. And it's one of those injuries where, like, it's exactly like you see in the movies. Like, it didn't hurt that much at the time. But then later, I, my friend was putting Savlon on it. And I was, like, doing the full, like, wince. Because it's kind of, like, skin that's been, like, rubbed off. Or do I explain what you did? Well, basically, I just went horse riding. And they gave me this, like, naughty horse. And they also gave me um, <laughs> uh, cloth reins. So, you have to hold the reins, like, between your pinky and your ring finger yep. on each hand. And then you put your thumb on top. And so, it's just rubbed off all the skin from underneath my ring finger. And it's like really gross. It's like oozing some sort of liquid. I know some of you would call it blood, but it's not blood, is it? It's kind of like no, what is it? it, it's like just liquid. <laughs> yeah, like skin goo. I don't know what skin it is. Skin goo. Yeah, it's a kind of just like constantly uh, weeping. Wet. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty gross. <laughs> so it didn't hurt at the time, but then later when someone was cleaning the wound, I was doing like that. Mm. The man wince. So <laughs> and so you're feeling that you should. Uh, have a boyfriend so you can get points for them. I could have totally got points for the man wins because this is a sporting injury. But as long as it provides uh, entertainment for the masses. Because this is my second sporting injury for which I've got no boyfriend kudos. The other one being I got my hand shot off at paintball. Is that why you're just recording all these so you can... For later. Yeah. I'll be like, hey, baby, before we met, did you know I got a really sore hand? I can prove oh, it. Oh, that's <laughs> sad. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. I manned up, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> now look what I can do with my hands. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> oh, I assumed that you were going to have cloth reins for your boyfriend. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, was <laughs> I was thinking I was going to put on some sort of puppet show for him. <laughs> <laughs> Either way. Shadow show. <laughs> so do you have a Craigslist for us this week? I've got an extra long Craigslist. So stay with me. Okay. I'll set up a snooze on. button. Sure. $500. Holy crap. Is this a room for rent on my Craigslist? Question mark, question mark, exclamation mark, question mark, exclamation mark, question mark, etc. North River <laughs> Oaks. So, this is, it might still be for sale. It was uh, from February this year. Okay. You bet your nomadic ass it is. Do you want to be homeless? Then better come check this room out for rent. It has walls, a ceiling, blocks the fucking wind and rain, fool. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. T? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is pretty much a, uh, a room for rent. Isn't this how the A-team got together? <laughs> they all just rented an apartment? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, the location is the shit. You can walk to Washington Avenue from here. So you can get your drink on and do some Mac and Player. Ten minutes from UH and Rice Cars. We all about higher education up in here. <laughs> and don't they sound like it? You know it. <laughs> you could hit Memorial Parkway with rock, but don't. We keep it civilized. We got carpet up in this hole too. They wanted to come in, put hard wooden floors, but I was like, fuck that. I don't want my feet to be cold when I get out of bed at night. Carpet. So soft. <laughs> I'm personally against carpet. You, I would just like to point out, your father's putting everything in this house into the fire. He just came in with reeds that came from a vase, decorative <laughs> reeds, and put them in the fire. Uh, I better finish this quick because my show notes are going. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but I've never seen a man put decorative reeds in the fire before. They had their run. <laughs> anyway, go on. Wait. Maybe we'll have to move to this apartment. There's not going to be much left of yours. Yeah, that's true. Why are you against carpet? It's so dirty and hard to clean. Yeah, oh. that's true. Floors, I like hardwood floors. Anyway, this guy likes floors. carpet. He's okay. saying, so soft, transcends the walking barefoot experience. Man, the room. You can put your bed and furniture up in here. <laughs> up in her. So you can sleep, chill, even eat. You got private bedroom. We ain't bunk bedding out of this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Your own private bathroom. WTF. <laughs> yeah. 
You can shower and take shit without anyone being up in your business. It's not literally. I'm not bullshitting either. I'm talking hot water in the shower. Oh, great. We got electricity. Power all your appliances. Play my Xbox 360 because I never do. No need for candles or firewood because I got lights and heat. Wow. This pad has doors so people don't come up in your space, son. <laughs> this place has windows so you can see outside and shit. What up, neighbors? <laughs> <laughs> what up, neighbors? We see you. <laughs> this ain't no bunker. <laughs> <laughs> Tennis cots, two pools, parking garage, a park in the back, brand new gym so you can get swole. Sand volleyball cart. What? What? Whoa, what? Really? Sand volleyball sport? Yeah, it's pretty I impressive. I really did tune out. That's really impressive. Even pick, you don't have that. Pick related, it's me, your badass new roommate at Cougar Claws. I would totally rent that so room. If you want to rent with Cougar Claws and not bunk. As then if Cougar Claws is not a total dude. Listen to that. Yeah, he's a player player. Is that a photo of him down the bottom? It's his forehead. The rest of his photo got cropped off. Is he hot? Well, you can examine his forehead okay. and see. Okay, well, sorry Cougar Claws. I didn't get to see all of you, so I'll see how you go with your forehead. Yeah, his, his hairline isn't receding or anything. He's got <laughs> nice hair. That's a good start. I might be able to find the full picture. I'll see if I can put that he's in got, the He's He hasn't got Marcus Mumford eyebrows, but they're nice enough. <laughs> and a fairly unlined forehead, so I'd say he's doing all right. That's good. Yeah. We'll put him on top of our next uh, amalgamation of... Um, <laughs> People Vicky find attractive. Yeah. Another one of our favourite topics on this show, bowling. Oh, bowling? Yeah, it Again. Comes, it comes up... Enough. Strangely frequently. I know. And uh, my, my sister's... Um, a boyfriend, she told me about a celebrity bowling experience he had. He bowled a celebrity over? Close enough. He went bowling with a celebrity. Really? Well, A bowling celebrity okay. or a celebrity celebrity? Well, this is a, a celebrity celebrity. Okay, so it's not someone who's big in the bowling no. world. No. <laughs> well, well this, this kid might have uh, had good bowling experience, but uh, I cannot vouch kid. for his... Was it Macaulay Culkin? <laughs> This is, this is weirdly what I was thinking. <laughs> why, do, why would you say Macaulay Culkin? Is it Macaulay Culkin? Well, the story involves Macaulay Culkin. No way! Does it? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! I have to make it clear that I had no, I have not seen Ben's notes. We never see each other's notes before the show. Well, I didn't How even write Macaulay, Macaulay Culkin, Culkin on related. my notes. Wait, why do you? Why did you think of Macaulay? I Culkin? don't know. Oh, okay, that's weird. Oh my god! Well, Let's never do another podcast. We need to move to opposite sides of the world. You're kind of ruining the punchline here. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. We just need to move to other sides of the world and each look at ESP cards all day and see how that goes. <laughs> but anyway, so. My sister's like, oh, you never know, you'll never guess who uh, my boyfriend went bowling Apparently with. Apparently, I a will. Kid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But she's like, I'm like, oh, who? And she's like, if I did this, what would you? Who would you think? And she's like, ah, <laughs> and put her face, her hands up to her face, which obviously I thought. You said Edvard Munch. No, I thought Home Alone. <laughs> oh. Is that is that what you would have gone with? Obviously, <laughs> before your just psychic prediction. Yeah, Edvard Munch. Or why? Who's that? The painting with it. Oh, the we'll scream. put that up in the gallery too. Yeah, if you want to compare the, the scream and Macaulay Culkin. So it wasn't the scream he went bowling with? It was not. No, okay. Um, so he, yeah, I said, is it Macaulay Culkin? She's like, yeah, I thought you might have got that from the clue. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I didn't really think that went through. But um, apparently uh, Robin Hood, Men in Tights, one of the kids in that is, I, I can't remember the scene very well, but... Um, he sees Robin and he does like a, a Home Alone type scream oh. and like runs up to the camera and then runs away. And her boyfriend went bowling with that kid. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. That's still pretty cool. I love Robin Hood Men in Tights. Yeah, it was a good movie. It was just um, Unlike other a Robin weird, Hoods. A weird oh, thing. English accent. <laughs> it was just a weird thing to brag about. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. But the way she told me the story was that um, this kid was in 
Uh, See, that's the problem with that story. Is it's a story that gets less exciting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's very anticlimactic. Yeah. But yeah, this kid was in... Very postmodern. <laughs> Reaches the climax in the middle and then goes back to the conflict. <laughs> well, this kid was in um, the movie. I guess he was like an Australian or something. Yeah. And um, apparently one of my sister's boyfriend's friends was always bragging that he went to church with this guy. <laughs> So everyone didn't believe him. <laughs> it's like no way you were you not. You did not go to. <laughs> yeah, you did not go to church with that one random actor from Robin, Robin Hood Men and Tights. But I just like that. That's the awesome thing to to, to brag, brag about, and then and then following that, not even believe. <laughs> I know. But then he wanted to uh, prove it so badly that he's like going out for bowling one time. He's like, "Hey, you got to come. This kid's gonna be there." <laughs> and so he went bowling with that guy, not Macaulay Culkin, oh. unfortunately. See, we have a friend whose little brother purposely tricks. Well, when he was younger, he used to purposely trick her about things like that. And so he'd be like. Um, she was like, so who did you play with at school today? Because there was a big age gap. And he'd be like, oh, you know, Isaac. And she'd be like, oh, really? That sounds like fun. And he's like, no, totally got you. Isaac wasn't there today. He was away sick. <laughs> Zing. <laughs> yeah. And she was like, oh, okay. And he's like, gotcha. She's like, I didn't think you meant Isaac Hayes. <laughs> yeah. How funny is that? Gotcha. He yeah. wasn't there. And so we got a new game that we're uh, kicking off this episode. Football. <laughs> I hear it's a quite the popular spot. Yeah, so we thought we'd relaunch it and claim <laughs> credibility. I hear there's some sort of World Cup coming up. <laughs> uh, I should look into this. But in the meantime, why don't we have a break and play the Jerry Springer quiz? Oh, if we have to. <laughs> or under the convenient acronym, just quit. <laughs> or an acronym? Is that what fishes call it? <laughs> fishes ain't got time to waste time talking. They've only got a two-second memory. So they have to refer to everything using acronyms. You can put that in your Christmas cracker this year. <laughs> What's an acronym? What, what do fishes call uh, abbreviations? Acronyms. Get it. I get it. Is that a really elaborate way of telling me that was a lame joke? Why? <laughs> but isn't, isn't that better? Like, that's so good. You can put it in a Christmas cracker. Put, put that one in your Christmas cracker. <laughs> and smoke it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's play the game. All right, so the game is that we've got um, three, different, uh, three different topics. Two of them were actually Jerry Springer episodes. Okay. And one of them I made up. Oh. You ready? Yes. All right. A porn star broke us up. I'm leaving you for a vampire. Both brothers want to marry me. Which one is the fake one? Mm. It's tough. They they all all sound real. I can't think of any of those. It's not real. So the first one is a porn star broke us up. Yep. Second one is I'm leaving you for a vampire. Yep. And the third one is... Both brothers want to marry me. I'm thinking it's the both brothers one because the vampire one seems too weird to not be true. Yeah. But the both brothers one, I'm sure they've covered something with the same topic, but maybe not under that name. Mm. Well, you're close. It was the... I'm leaving you for the vampire. That was the incorrect one. Ah. But there was another episode about vampires at some stage. Yeah. Yeah. So I was going to say, it sounds too weird to not be real. Well, the thing is, I was trying to think up fake names but it was very hard to verify if this hadn't been an actual <laughs> show Jerry Springer, yeah that's yeah. true so <laughs> the show's been on for like 20 years potentially somewhere along those lines they did this topic and i just couldn't find out <laughs> the episode <laughs> all right next one uh dumped for my lesbian sister mm-hmm. my priest wants to marry me 
like get married to you or marry you to another person? <laughs> <I> <laughs> because the second one's I pretty normal. I meant uh, marry that person. Because <laughs> 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 yeah, if it's just like... <laughs> a priest wanting to marry you yeah, to someone it's not, else. <laughs> it's not quite Jerry Springer quality <laughs> no, episode. It's quite normal, really. And gay cousins in love. The priest one. Yeah, that was a bit obvious because I screwed it yeah, up. Yeah, <laughs> because you said I didn't mean that. <laughs> it was it was originally my pimp wants to marry me. <laughs> uh, I thought my husband was a man, but actually I just needed glasses. <laughs> I married a horse. Or I'm here to marry my stepmom. Who's a horse? Except that I need glasses. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with A, option A. It was that one. Yeah. I found that one on Encyclopedia. <laughs> Is that the encyclopedia of things that aren't? Yeah, I think so. Really? So you go there and just, if you read the opposite of to what it says, that's the truth. I don't know. It had like a lot of fake episode titles by the looks of it. And so I just picked one. Okay. Um, Honey, I'm fooling around. I had sex with your mama (laughs) and your twin might be the father. I've got a fourth one. That hot lesbian amputee midget is having a threesome with my transsexual mum and a robotic cat. I'm going to say option four. What? Oh, I had to guess that one. <laughs> it was the cat that tipped me off. Again, I'm not 100% sure that Jerry hadn't already done that no, episode. No. Um, that was the one I made up. Robot Pigeon would have really made me not sure. Mm. <laughs> well, maybe next time we play that game. Sending out an SMS. Sending out an SMS. Sending out an SMS. Message in a time warp. Yeah. So this segment is Message in a Time Warp. (laughs) (laughs) And that was the beautiful talents of us and Sting. (laughs) It was was very nice of him to come down here and collaborate with us. We like to call it insane stinging. Ah. (laughs) Put that in your Christmas cracker. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up, Ben. So basically, uh, this is Ben's new concept, so you can explain it to us. So basically, on my mobile phone, I wanted to test how many messages I could fit on it. (laughs) And uh, on my old phone, it was like about 20. The one after that was about 200. And my new phone, I just kept getting messages and messages and I so far have not filled it up <laughs> after like two years. So I've got over 2,000 messages. And wow. Now my phone runs like hella slow. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I uh, looked at my old phone and it opened a message in like five seconds. I'm like, oh, this is how it's supposed <laughs> to work. Because it now takes like 30 seconds at least to open a message. Yeah, mine takes phone. a long time to open messages. So I couldn't go through as many as you obviously have. Yeah. Well, um, I went uh, back to some of the classic messages. Okay. And so, because I just thought, I was like looking through a few. I'm like, what the hell was I <laughs> talking about? Well, like out of context, the message just made no sense. So the concept is message in a time warp in which a message outside of its context or time becomes completely meaningless. So this game relates to us reading a message that we've received sometime in the past, potentially from the other person, and they have to guess what it was about. Yeah. So um, this one is kind of just like a, a drunken message, a couple of drunken messages. I got a few here that I kind of know what it was about, and you probably do too. Yeah. But um, they were good. So we're just going to kick it off with... Uh, a few drunken messages <laughs> in a time <laughs> My head hurts. I want a pony for Christmas, Ben. What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I think that was sent about February. <laughs> ah. Yeah, they're getting in early. I remember that message. It was from your ex-girlfriend, Megan, girlfriend of the time. And that it was. And It didn't really relate to anything. Ah. <laughs> so <laughs> it was a complete non sequitur. <laughs> she, she was just wanting to know what I wanted for Christmas and that she wanted a pony. <laughs> Yeah. yeah Sometimes sure. you just got to tell your boyfriend that. I'm pretty sure that sums things up quite nicely. <laughs> it does. 
Uh, and these, um, here's two from the same night. I oh, yeah? Hey, Ben, Megan and I are drunk. Mainly Megan, but we miss you and your brown hair. <laughs> Message me with something exciting. I am drunk, love you, man. Message me, love, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> I feel as if that's another self-explanatory message in a time war. Yeah. It's just a man seeing another man with brown hair, some love. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that was followed by this message. Hey, mate, I'm way a bit blind, so this may not make I'm much way sense. way a bit blind? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this like, on the scale of being a bit blind, I'm way, way down there. Oh, yeah. So this might not make much sense, but I didn't in the back to the <laughs> shop. We were in together with your book hair. Love you, man. <laughs> what? Read that again. All right. Hey, mate, I am a way bit blind, so this may not make much sense, but I didn't in the back <laughs> to the shop. We will in together with your book here. Love you, Maine. Wait, if I can read it. Yeah. Yeah, I can probably just decipher Because I have a text message. I don't um, think you need to decipher it. My predictive text. Makes, here we go. It, it's hey, not mate. the most sensical message. Here we go. So maybe, but I didn't go back to the shop. We will go together with your brown hair. Your main love. Yeah, well <laughs> yeah. That, that's obviously what it was supposed to say. <laughs> I'm really good at fixing up predictive text since my predictive sex makes me sound real. My predictive sex. But what do, what do you think this shop <laughs> If you have sex with about? me, apparently I can tell the future. <laughs> predictive sex. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Unless that it's like... Like, oh, that was crap. Your future's lousy. <laughs> <laughs> the, you, can, you can sense your disappointment minutes away. <laughs> <laughs> I think every girl is having predictive sex then. <laughs> Okay, next message. No, that was it for today. Oh, really? I oh, thought that was one from that me. Was the one f- if you want, I was going to save it for next week. But. Oh, right. No, give, bring it on. But yeah, do, do you have any idea what the hell this shop is he's talking about? No. Is it a shop you were meant to not go back to? I've got no idea. A little shop of horrors? <laughs> I don't, <laughs> it was I don't closed know. up forever at the end of the show? I don't know why I was so fixated on my hair either. <laughs> your book hair? Yeah. Well, that's pretty exciting. You wrote a book <laughs> and stuck it somewhere in your hair. That mm. uh, your heart be free tonight. <laughs> Curtis of Rod Stewart got the game to work. It's great. <laughs> what? Is that from you? Is it from me? Well, this is the phone number and it wasn't in my book. It wasn't in my phone book. But it could have been the old number of yours or something. But I'm like, who else is going to be sending me messages about Rod Stewart? No, that's, but... That's not your old phone number? Well, no, I know how to spell courtesy. Well, what if it was just like a typo or something? No, that's not my number. Unless I've sent it from someone else, that's not my number. Okay. Well, someone sent me that message. That's really funny because I'm the only person that would send Young Hearts Be Free Tonight. That's what I expected. (laughs) But you obviously don't remember saying that either. No, but I have sent text messages about Rod Stewart before, just not that one. All right, well. That's weird. Any idea what the game was? (laughs) (laughs) No. I've got a a thought. It could be um, one of the Grand Theft Auto games. Because I'm... Uh, there's some, uh, there's some yeah, video game with that, that song. That has a song in it. See, I was thinking like he finally got the game, like the book. Oh, <laughs> the game. He's and a he picked someone artist. up. Yeah. <laughs> to that song. Or maybe he picked Rod Stewart, Stewart up. Picked up. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> um, I've got two messages in a time warp here. All right. One is, our home safely. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was from Pirate Pete, obviously. <laughs> if only he'd stop messaging. <laughs> there's a woman in every port. It just breaks my heart. <laughs> um, no, that was from my dad. Oh. I asked him about it at the time, and apparently, I said, "Why did you send me a pirate message?" Yeah, <laughs> and he said, "What?" And I said, "Your message reads are home safely," <laughs> and he's like, "No, you idiot! It's arrived home safely." <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> it's just abbreviation. Yeah, he's inventing a new abbreviation. Uh, I thought it was on the international talk like a pirate day or something. <laughs> no, he's just been <laughs> he's just been talking to the fishes. Fair enough. <laughs> My dad sleeps with the fishes. You know how it is. Yeah. Um, and the other one is pillow talk with the fishes. <laughs> I am not personally aware of anyone who has died from this. That's the whole message. Yes. Well, I guess that's a good sign, but <laughs> yeah. it kind of also implies that it could. Uh, in Someone, the realm of possibility, yeah. it could happen. I just don't know anyone that it's happened exactly. to. And I'm not sure to for, to what this refers that I should avoid. <laughs> you have to find the message before or something. <laughs> I always delete my sent messages. So I know. So if you sent me, I'm not personally aware of anyone who has died from this. Let me know. As to what you're referring. It could be someone. Do you know anyone that died in a weird way they, <laughs> after attempting something that they? Uh, like, did you, you know you could die from this? Yeah, no, I'm not personally aware of it, but uh, it's a possibility. Well, there you go. That was message, message in a time, time warp. warp. <laughs> but uh, after the night that um, I got those weird messages, I got a weird phone call as well. Oh yes. So I thought I should tell that story. Oh God. So we were. I can't remember what I was doing, but I was just at home, living it up in bed. <laughs> While me, Rowan, and your girlfriend at the time were at a party. Yeah. and So, I'm your two be- your favourite, like, your girlfriend, yep. your, like, best girlfriend, and, and your best man friends. And Eddie, who sent me those texts. <laughs> and Eddie, from Eddie's Tips and Picking Up Chicks, were all at a party together and you weren't there. Yeah, it sounds like a good party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what the hell wasn't I there? Yeah. <laughs> Anyway. I was home in, in bed. All of your friends were at this party together. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, can I tell a quick story about the, the star of this story called Rowan? Okay. I remember how we became really good friends was in year 11 English, I think. Yeah. And it was because he had to define, he got picked out of the class to define the word inert. Do you remember <laughs> that? Yeah. And Rowan, having like, cause she just picked him. <laughs> he didn't put his hand up or anything. And so he was like, shit. And so his definition was... No no, she, no, 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 put it in a sentence. She didn't pick him. He was just really glad that he didn't get picked after he found out the actual definition. Oh, really? He's like, oh, I'm so glad that my uh, definition wasn't the one that read it. Was so he didn't about. have to read it to the class. No, he, he didn't. He just told us. We're just like, oh, why? Like, what did you have? <laughs> yeah. And his definition of a nerd... Oh, no, put it in a sentence <laughs> yeah. was, the disabled man was a nerd. <laughs> Because he didn't know what it meant. Because <laughs> obviously it just means uh, like stationary. Stationary, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have we told the story about um, fellatio? No, I don't <laughs> think so. Oh, I can't remember. <laughs> this is in English as well. It's worth telling again yeah. for everyone who hasn't I heard. think we might have, but go again. <laughs> Steve, one of our friends, he used to always put his hand up after Julian had said the answer quietly. Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> Julian was getting a bit sick of Steve stealing all of his answers in class. So, the teacher asked a question about... Um, what was the actual it, question? It doesn't matter what the, the question te- was. The teacher had asked a question to the class yeah. and Julian whispered under his breath, the answer is fellatio. No, he, he, he would always just say the answer to himself. Yeah. And then, because he couldn't be bothered sticking up his hand and stuff, he got sick of Steve just after he said it, putting up his hand and taking the credit. Kudos, yeah. So, he just... Just said, like, softly, fellatio. <laughs> yeah, he just goes fellatio to himself. he knew that Steve wouldn't know what it meant. So Steve sticks his hand up in front of the class <laughs> and Steve's like, uh, is the answer fellatio? No, he didn't, he didn't even, like, hesitate. He just, like, just says it out really? loud. <laughs> it's just like, fellatio. <laughs> like, certain. <laughs> I don't remember this very well, obviously. Yeah, so I wasn't even there, but... Uh, this is just what everyone told me that he just stuck his hand right up. <laughs> everyone is 
like just start pissing themselves laughing. <laughs> he gets kicked out of class. No, I don't even think he got kicked out because he had one of those weird teachers that was probably into that kind of stuff. Ugh. Like, you know, open to talking about that way too much. <laughs> and uh, then everyone just moved on. <laughs> but we didn't. We were still laughing about oh, yeah. it years later. But anyway, I was uh, at oh, home yeah, in bed. Point. Sorry. I was at home in bed and uh, I got a weird phone call and this is after these text messages. So in my mind, I'm like, I know this is going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> I know this is going to be yeah. good. So I saw it was from Rowan's phone. I'm like, hey man, what's up? He answers. He's like, Ben, Ben. Like, yeah, I think it's me on? and Rowan. Well, first of all, it's just Rowan. Oh, okay. He was like, obviously wasted. I'm like, what's going on? He's like, I've lost my bracelet. Like, oh, okay. Uh, he's like, yeah, yeah, I don't know what to do. I'm like, well, how long has it been? It's been five minutes. <laughs> you like freaked out. I remember it was my idea to call you because you're like, Ben will know where it is. We'll call Ben. <laughs> and he's like, it's been five minutes, Vicky. It's been gone for five minutes. And so I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I don't know. Have you looked around the area? I was like, I don't know. I've looked everywhere. <laughs> it's been five whole minutes. What can I do? <laughs> so he's uh, obviously stressing out about that and... I'm just like, you know, laughing it up and enjoying it. And then he's like, hang on, I'm going to look for it. I'll pass you on to Eddie. (laughs) So he passes Eddie the phone. And uh, I'm like, yeah, what's up, man? He's just uh, chatting away. (laughs) And I can't remember (laughs) what it is. But he passes me to another girl from our class. um, And we have a brief conversation as well. And then for some reason, she just (laughs) stops talking. (laughs) I'm like, oh, what happened? Eddie picks up the phone again. He's like, oh, sorry. (laughs) She just passed out. (laughs) (laughs) But she passed out on top of him, I believe. Oh, I'm really? pretty sure that's what happened. <laughs> and so then Rowan got the phone back. He's like, Ben, I still haven't found it. <laughs> it's been five whole minutes. <laughs> so. There was a section where me and, because me and um, Rowan, then were looking for the bracelet when you were talking to Eddie. And, yep. and then we started talking about how if we were on CSI, we could find it. <laughs> and then our favorite character on CSI had died in the episode that was on that day. And you were like distraught. Don't you so. remember we got back on the phone to him and you're like, he's dead, man, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> it was the guy from Empire Records. Yes, that's why me and Rowan had like an obsession with Empire Records. Yeah. And so we were on the, the phone to The guy who played you. Lucas was in CSI for a Yeah. Life. And we're like, he's dead, man. <laughs> Yeah, so there was a lot of that nonsensical <laughs> yeah. goodness. And so I see him the next day at school and I'm like, did you find your bracelet? And he's like, oh yeah, I just found it as soon as I got off the phone. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like on the ground next to him or something. <laughs> but yeah, that was a uh, message in a time. Mm-hmm. I got some people type weird shit into Google. Did him? This is uh, possibly one of my favorites. Yeah. Triple J and Wadrian. <laughs> <laughs> he was obviously looking for himself. Maybe. For those who don't remember, we told a story. And I like this episode where we had this um, house party and we were in a pool. Um, <laughs> That's right. That was a good party. Yeah. So go back and listen to that. Um, I'm not exactly sure what it is. But if you type Triple J and Wadrian You should Google, find it, apparently. Yeah. And uh, Triple J was playing the highest 100 as they do every Australia Day. <laughs> and... Uh, some guy who uh, <laughs> was called Wagerian <laughs> called up to request a song or whatever, like to say what he thought was voted number one or whatever they do. And the hosts were like certain that they misheard him and said his name was Adrian. And they had to apologize later saying that it actually was Wagerian. <laughs> <laughs> so someone was Googling that for whatever reason. <laughs> and I'm glad that people are still looking out for Wagerian. Yeah, uh, you, you stick up for yourself, Wagerian. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I thought that was pretty awesome. Is that the only one? Yeah, short, ah. short people type weird shit today. Yeah, there's a short one. All right, so thanks for joining us, everyone. <laughs> We'd love to get an email from you, especially concerning our new segment, Intro Message in a Time Warp. <laughs> yeah. If you can think you can do better. If you can think you can do better. <laughs> if you think you can do better. If you think you can do better, feel free to challenge our Steam yeah, version. Yeah, that's right. Feel free to write a segment for um, any of our... Se- sorry, an intro, intro for any of our segments. Feel free to write a segment for an intro too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> so you can email me at ben at insaneramblings.net. Or me, vicky at insaneramblings.net. Or podcast at insaneramblings.net also will get to us. Yes, I love getting emails. Or don't forget to join our Facebook page. If you just search Insane Ramblings at the top of your little Facebook search bar, don't accidentally set it as your status. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <that laughs> as I've quite often done. Or you can just go to our website, insaneramblings.net, and on the main page now there's a button to say uh, join our group. So do it. You'll and there's also a button to like like the page. Which will put us in your news feed, apparently. Yeah, I think so. I haven't <laughs> actually really seen sure this work. what that does. Theoretically, that's what <laughs> happens. But definitely join the group and you'll get updates whenever we post news, new items, and new episodes, all that good stuff. Yeah, and you can write to us on the page. Exactly. And we'll no doubt reply to you with witty and hilarious comments on Michelin Men and whatnot. <laughs> and feel free to go to iTunes and rate and review us because we need some reviews. Please. And give us five stars because that's the best amount of stars. <laughs> Do you disagree? <laughs> no, I have no thoughts. I thought you might have uh, gone all American and patriotic and like, no, 50, no, 50. stars. <laughs> no, I started thinking about the galaxy and then I just forgot we were actually podcasting. Oh, okay. I the galaxy realize, does that too. I didn't realize you were so easily distracted when it came to astronomy. <laughs> now you know how to distract me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Licky, there's Jupiter. What? <laughs> Away sea boat. Damn it. Away sea boat. 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 Away sea boat.